84 podcast the best episode so far greatest podcast ever maybe it's almost like we have already recorded it greatest episode let's wrap ever. it up yeah thanks Future for listening everyone. greatest memory of 84 podcast ever mm-hmm. um of course i'm joking it's actually going to be the shortest and worst probably both <laughs> episode of 84 place so far just to get expectations in order um bringing those expectations down is me uh your host mark uh gaming jesus mcdonald uh with me is the normal crew um, we've got that, at least. Um, we've got, uh, over here to my right, J.J. Godhard Epperson. <laughs> that sounds really weird, but okay. You'll be talking about uh, Vanquish. Vanquish. A little bit. You played on Godhard, of course, because you're not uh, Yeah, weak I'm an off. FPS pro. I have uh, won several tournaments in games. That's cool, since that it's are... not an FPS. What? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's the same thing mechanically. You can look, in. Yeah, look forward to more amazing, detailed talk um, yeah, sure. uh, from that guy. Um, and then <laughs> across from me, uh, John Sucker Riccardi. <laughs> so named because, uh, well, you probably I'm know I'm guessing why. I'm so named. I thought you were going to call me Red Wii or something, because yeah. I actually bought the, uh, the 25th anniversary Wii today. Um, the funny part I am about that it, guy. You yeah. are that mm. guy, are right? The funny part about it is that I had uh, on the One Up show, I had an argument with uh, with Luke Smith where uh-huh. I said, "Yeah, you know, if Nintendo re-released Super Mario Brothers and he had, I forget exactly what I said. I think I said if he had a different colored hat, uh-huh. I would have to buy it." Right, and I think somebody at Nintendo actually heard that and was like, "I'm going to go one better and make it even more worthless. We're just going to change the coin block, and instead of having to buy the game, you're going to make people buy the whole system again. Yep, because the only uh, way to get the game is preloaded on the system. Right. We'll we'll talk more about that actually, okay. like coming up. But uh, so uh, just continuing, um, uh, Miss Hiroko Sekuhara Minamoto. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Yes, even just watching her on the new eight uh, four Akibata. YouTube video apparently we'll talk about that in some countries as sexual harassment um, <laughs> and finally rounding out the cast in his very first premiere starring debut appearance <laughs> oh my god batting down the hatches it is fellow intern here at 84 Alex Jungle Fire <laughs> Aniel oh Jungle Fire jungle hey everyone fire. what's up uh, you might know me better on the net as CBX Freak. The, that's, that's your internet name. The big Resident Evil. The Resident Ed. Evil nerd. They might know you from such facts as uh, Resident Evil One, Resident Evil Two. Those are Resident Evil Three. <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern. Resident Evil Four. No Resident Evil Five yet, and I doubt I'll ever get around to it because I'm so busy. Oh, oh! I thought you were about to do a burn there on Resident Evil Five. Well, we'll talk about that later. We'll get there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what the hell are we talking about this week? So. Basically, uh, by way of explanation, <clears throat> I've been in Hawaii uh, for, for, <laughs> right. for like a week. Let's just be honest. I've been gone for a week. We've been busy. Um, a lot of news has happened, but we haven't had a lot of time to play games. I actually thought we would start off with a section, um, what haven't we been playing, um, about talking about what's come out, and just basically sure. like 
just checking in because this is like what the rest of the world is talking about. We're, we're not going to give it. Uh, we're going to give it short shrift here, and we're, then we're going to talk about Monster Hunter for like an hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, obviously the big one, Call of Duty Black Ops, which uh, midnight opening people are lining up for. Blah blah blah. Which I'm going to get. I want to play it. Yeah. So you you actually like to you like? I'm not big into Call of Duty like everybody in America. I mean, I don't really actually play it multiplayer, which is how most people play it. Like our friend Che, who like basically spends all his life playing multiplayer Call of Duty. But right. um, I I just like running through the single player modes when they come out. You know, check out the games, see what's new, what's different, and then move on. And I'm going to do that with Black Ops. Black Ops comes to Japan next week, and it's right. coming out twice here. It's very weird. Right, so yeah. next week. Both of them are censored slightly. I don't know how, but I know that some stuff didn't had to be cut to make the ratings. But, really? Uh, yeah, mm. I mean, I think it's probably minor stuff, but the usual stuff in Japan that doesn't fly, like, you know, I don't Beheadings? know. Beheadings? Potentially, yeah, I really don't know. But um, So next week is the subtitled version, so it will have the English voices in it. And then if you wait until December, they will have a dubbed version. So there's actually two versions coming So the out. history behind this decision is, it, it, I think it was the last Medal of Honor they released with... Call of uh, Duty. Uh, I'm sorry, Call of Duty. <laughs> they released it with the uh, You could be the dub. given, given the, last, the latest Medal of Honor for confusing the two. But right. Yeah. But I think it was dub only, and a lot of people complained about it. Wait, like oh, yeah. Call of Duty, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. who knows what constitutes a lot of people, but it did get re-reported. Right. Well, the internet. Was, right. Right. And there was the whole mistranslation about the, the no Russian level right. at the very right. start of it. Uh, Remember that whole business? Right. Look it up if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, because <laughs> I kind of don't either. So, um, But anyway, JJ, you've been playing the Wii version of uh, Black Ops, right? You wanted, to, you wanted to talk about it? Yeah, it's a baby game. No, I... <laughs> I yeah. I, I wanted to say, I actually wrote this down, because I wanted to say, like, I love that... The Wii version is like a story on uh, Kotaku, and rightly so, like yesterday, like mm-hmm. after the game comes out, because like nobody knows or has cared about the Wii version up until now, and it's like kind of just like to laugh at it. It's like, hey, what, what is that? It's like a morbid curiosity, like, and of course that game comes out on every, I think there's a game.com version, <laughs> yeah. IBM Tandy compatible uh, version, like they released that thing for like th- 300 different right. uh, pieces of hardware, but um yeah, and I just got a headset. Have you seen that? A Wii... A headset? A Wii U, a little USB uh, headset, yeah. Really? Yep. And it's just weird. Like, you can see the videos up on Kotaku. You see the gun, like, waving left and right as the person's waggling the Wii controller around. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I, it was funny. I, I kind of like uh, Wii first-person shooter games. I like Metroid. I mean, I like the controls Metroid's Metroid. not a first-person shooter either. Right. Anyway. So yeah. anyway. Wait, yeah, it is. Well, Metroid wait. Prime? Metroid Prime's been on. Yeah. What are you oh, I about? thought you were talking about the, uh, the other new Metroid. No, other no, 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 no. Anyway, back to waggling around. Uh, Connect. Nobody here has a Connect. So I have a, a kind of funny Connect story about uh, this is like a gauge about how much Japan cares about Connect. Today I went to go get Tactics Ogre, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Right. Uh, we'll talk about have, how we can't talk about it. Right. Exactly. right. <laughs> um, and there was this huge Connect stand, like this uh, 40 inch Gigantor TV and big camera, which is like the best buy of Japan. And, right, a big area cleared out in front yeah, of Yeah, they had a big area. They mm-hmm. had a roped off and everything. And yeah. so I was like, wow, I've never played Connect before, so I'll go try it out. And I, you know, you I grabbed it? a controller. Uh, what to controller? The uh, Xbox controller. But you are the controller. Yeah. Well, well, I'll get, I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> and I was looking around the menus to see if I could play any Connect games, and there was nothing on there. Really? So I couldn't do it. There was no Connect. They had it really? set up, but there was no... Yeah, it was, it was like open for business and everything. There was no Connect stuff. Really? Was it in the game area? Yeah, it was in the game part of the, the, the floor. Well, and yeah, so here's the problem. Like, I, I actually... 
like I and I realized it was like because of the hype wave and everything mm-hmm. like that and everybody talking about it on Twitter and what have you. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get one sooner or later anyway. I might as well just get one now. I'll just get one. And I was in America. I was in Hawaii yeah. when it when mm-hmm. it when it launched. Mm-hmm. And but I, it was like I don't have the room, and right. I have a decently sized by Japanese standard apartment. Yeah. And I, I, I don't. I've been to everybody here's apartment except JJ. I haven't been to yours. I don't. Ha- I definitely don't have room for it. And Alex, I'm assuming in your dorm room. No way, it's too small. Right. So like, I, I mean, there's six of us here. I, I don't know if I know. I know maybe two people who have. If they cleared away stuff, they right. moved couches and whatever. Homeowners mostly. I know, like no one. Yeah, nobody. And and I have a big living room and I still can't fit it there's no way without removing my sofa is the only way I could um, possibly make TV it fit well you know that's never a problem it's gonna never be a problem right and it's but, not like I don't want to connect I, I like I bought an Xbox 360 for Tetsuya Mizuguchi and I'm going to buy a connect for him too <laughs> and, you bought uh, it for 99 nights yeah unfortunately and you got burned yeah, you, I did so, get burned did you, did you really I yeah I certainly and N3 you're a big N3 yeah it was it was a in the end it was a terrible game and I felt betrayed but I'm still a huge fan and uh, Child of Eden looks amazing so it does and I mean some of the connect games that they talked about at TGS that's why I was like I'm okay I'm gonna play these I want to buy these and you know it would be fun to have around for parties and whatever of course yeah well what is no one place we do have room for connect is here in the office so I think we should get one and then try it out I that's agree true. with that 100%. I mean you know the thing about connect is like the thing that was I saw interesting in the new issue of Famitsu or, or maybe it was last week's was like there was like a poll about what like holiday items people are most uh, excited about in Japan mm-hmm. and Connect was like way higher on the list than Move like it was like up at like number three or something which is like mm. really like who's excited about Connect here because honestly nobody can even use it I was really surprised to hear that mm. right mm. there's no big games there's no big, there's a dance evolution which is uh, like you know kind of the dancing DDR game from Konami or whatever but I mean right dance central kind of want to be basically of. yeah yeah. So and uh, so speaking of move, you have a move uh, controller, but haven't busted it out yet. Alex, you've been playing. Yeah, I've been playing move. I got it when it first came out in the U.S. It was out there about a month early. Did you get the Resident Evil pack or? Uh, I didn't get the pack, but I, I oh. patched the game I already had. So this what do you is... got against RE Five, man? You just hate <laughs> RE Five, don't you? Yeah. Well, no, I love the game. So that's the only move game I've been playing, which is basically just like uh, Resident Evil Four on the Wii. Is right. it the same controls, basically? Almost. Um, just a few different buttons. But other than that, it's the same thing usually. You just move the the move controller, and then there's a cursor on the screen. So mm-hmm. it makes aiming much easier and much faster. And mm-hmm. I've noticed the game is actually a little bit easier. So you can play better now. And a lot of people said that about Resident Evil 4 also, right? Because you're headshotting basically a lot yeah. more often, right? It became the headshot edition. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, that's cool. And But you haven't been playing anything else? You've been playing the pack that it came with, with the amazing uh, Echo Chrome... Um, demo, I think. Demo, right? Yeah. Oh no, I we didn't buy on? the pack. I mean, I already had the game, and the oh, con- I bought the controller from the US, which didn't have its own gotcha. bundle. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So I'm not the type of person who would buy the extra S- SKU anymore. Right, but right. you do have the box. I do have the box. Uh, John <laughs> well, bought it, and I had to beg him. Well, the here's box. the thing. Here's the thing. Is like, um, the move is cheaper. Like considerably cheaper here than it is in the US like you can buy the packs and stuff here for even with the yen exchange rate and everything and it's just a lot cheaper than it is there so I bought it here and it was like it was available there was That's amazing actually but people don't yeah. know the yen is at like like a historic high right now right, it's still right. cheaper to it's buy it's still cheaper to yeah. buy it here Japanese so 
So I bought the, there was like two or three sets available, and one of them was Resident Evil, which is, I think, it was the second cheapest one. The cheapest one was the one with that, like, painting, you know, program or whatever, like the Mario I, I don't know, be. and I think that probably, says yeah, a lot. Yeah, exactly. It was like, whatever. <laughs> and then, so I got the Resident Evil one. I figured, well, maybe someday I'll play that one. But it was still, like, it was super cheap, and it came with the camera and the move controller. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I bought the other controller, the, what's it called? The navigation, navigation controller. Navigation. Not that I, I'm not even sure I'm ever going to use it, but I just wanted to have it, because it's like, well, it came out, so. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, so now for the first time this podcast we'll, we'll promise to talk more about that mm-hmm. in future episodes the move controller as we get to uh, mess with it um definitely and also not playing this week rock band three gbd's been playing the keytar he was like crazy yeah. um, i want to play the keytar that sounds awesome yeah it's got a strap you can I, strap it on i've played uh before rock band three there was keyboard mania another line yes. in the dance dance revolution oh. beat mania series and that was really fun it was difficult as hell but right. it was really fun right yeah and basically from the people yeah with another konami guitar freaks right. mania blah 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 um donkey kong country returns coming out soon actually looks pretty damn good i yeah. think and i'm not a donkey kong uh, country guy same here. at all no same here. me neither i at do want to play it i will yeah. play it for sure yeah I, i'm a huge fan so really yeah oh like, well you you're like 10 you're, you're like young 10 like years that. old yeah yeah i mean it came out at a time when i could enjoy that kind of game and not be so picky right you were right. like four years old when Donkey no <laughs> i was i think you were no, no you were let's see like, what did it come out in like 93 94 94 so i was maybe seven nine years old or something nine seven seven years old i'm telling you what the, okay so yeah so the, okay you're forgiven you're like you love the donkey kong rap uh, you think uh like uh cranky, Grandpa kong, is cranky cool kong is totally <laughs> awesome i understand yeah. that's cool you're no, young but uh yeah i was a, a sega fan at the time and i'm i'm not really a big fan of donkey kong country but this game like i think uh, uh retro the guys right that's the only thing that's making me kind of want to really play it they, still, they have Studios, really right. really really done a good job on the the graphics and everything right. it just looks really fun to play and it seems like it's combined some of the good stuff from donkey kong country and then donkey kong jungle beat yeah well yeah it's interesting yeah, right did you bring jungle beat into it but um I, I actually said at uh we were with some nintendo folks at e3 uh-huh. at dinner at e, uh yeah at e3 and i mentioned i said something bad about jungle beat i think like i was disappointed or something which i which i am and was and I Don't almost they almost fucking just tore me apart lit at the table <laughs> yeah. like yeah. yeah it was like that is like holy to them and it, it did it was interesting had a lot of cool things um the same thing with donkey kong country i never thought it was a bad game at all it was just my thing was it was like it was like crash bandicoot uh, exactly I thought it was it was like it didn't do anything bad it was mm. competent at everything at a couple things it was great like the graphics in donkey kong country right but it didn't do anything new or original i felt it was just like it did everything well and nothing like interesting or particularly innovative or unique or whatever which is there's you know there's a place for that but um but anyway i don't know what it is but i'm now kind of interested oh well what it is i think for sure is that it's been long enough now like back then you had a lot of other platformers as well like you had mario world and yoshi yoshi's island wasn't even out yet i mean you had all these other games to compare it to but now that sort of game is 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 a rarity right so it's kind of like looking forward to going back and playing an old school style game that's exactly why i think i want to play it too Mm. i think it's a good game because it just comes together really well the theme is really fun the old, the old ones you're talking about. Uh, the old Donkey Kong Country. countries? Yeah, 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 yeah. Super Nintendo. The theme? Wasn't well, the theme the like somebody's stolen your bananas or something? <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> you're like, the story, the story moved me. It hurts me. when they steal it's your bananas. Yeah. <laughs> 
And don't forget, this saved the Super Nintendo from being second place in the U.S. It did. Well, it, was, it, was, it was a pretty big game back then. Yeah. It was huge. Saved it from being second. Because uh, it was losing to the Genesis for a few years. Right. Some people would say lost to the Genesis. Yeah. That's what I don't know. I guess that's an argument. would be wrong, but yes. Uh, I guess that's an argument for another, uh, for another <laughs> day. We got more games that we haven't played to talk about. Um, <laughs> okay. That'll be what else haven't we when been we were 10 episode. Yeah. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. They ship like five million copies of this game or something. Wow. Fifty million copies, I think it was. Uh, and it's, it, yeah. I it, really want to play this, but is it just me? It's just it's t- almost too soon. Maybe because like I haven't even got around dude, to finishing Fallout Three. Yeah. It's just like it's oh. not it's not too soon for sure. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you should play it. I've I've heard really good things though. One thing I have heard that is really bugging my friend Naoto. He's uh, Japanese and he he got it off of Steam and he's like. I was really excited that I, I got to play it for three hours and it only crashed once. Yeah, it's, I mean... <laughs> a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah, it, there was a thing that went around uh, in the credit sequence when you finish it that um, there were three QA people on it. <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, if you played any of those, uh, any of the games, those big um, mm. open world Bethesda games, like, they are buggy, but you kind of forgive it just because of the ambition and the the breadth and the scope of the games and stuff like that. Um, it, I mean, it crashing on you, okay, yeah, that's bad. Mm. But, I mean, you do kind of forgive the occasional, like, floating guy and, you know, <laughs> thing out of context and people talking weird when there's somebody right next to them or, like, that right. kind of stuff, right? Mm. I, I didn't forgive it in Oblivion, but that's what well, we can talk It'll about. It'll be really interesting sure. to see how that gets received here in Japan where, like, th- that sort of thing is... is not allowed, right? Like, bug, bug games are tested to hell and back here to make sure there's no bugs like that. So right, right. When that game comes out here, I think, this week, maybe, or next week, it's not it like... It was on the cover of Famitsu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which was, yeah. Which was cool. Right. Um, so, um, and then, uh, speaking of that, uh, Red Dead Revolver, um, the Undead Nightmare expansion. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Red, Red Dead, yeah, Red Dead Redemption, sorry, that's, that'd be a few years ago now. Um, uh, came out. People are playing that. We're not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how about I that? I played it a little bit. Oh, you did. Oh, but Just you didn't. You didn't, play, you didn't play the DLC though. You played Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. cool. He's talking about the ad. Well, yeah. So what did yeah. you what did you think of what you uh, played of, of Redem- Redemption? Well, it was it was fun because like the freedom that the game gives you is just always fun. Right. But um. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Oh, you're allowed much. to say it. Okay, so... The, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, the localization... is crap. <laughs> Let's say it. Okay, yeah, Let's it, say is, it. it is. It is, it is. There are competitors. We, we can say it. We should say it. We don't even know right. who they is, but... <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's, true. that's true. Yeah. 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 You know, there were, like, a, a lot of things that, um, you know, shouldn't be there. Like, just obviously shouldn't be there. It's not just a matter of, like, the tone of the localization. It's just, like, um, like bad... Um, like text formatting uh, text and stuff formatting, like that, um, word breaks and stuff like that. So it just looked like a sloppily done, done game, right? Yeah, and you know it's it's really hard to look, some parts are um, kind of difficult to understand because like the Japanese is just wrong. I was thinking about that. Like you see, you know, the, a lot of the big game creators here in Japan were talking about that game on Twitter. Like Suda-san was playing it, and mm-hmm. Kojima-san was playing it, and all. These, and it's like yeah. when they're playing it, are they thinking like, you know? Are they just like satisfied that they can just sort of understand what's going on, or are they also thinking like this is shit? Because like I think they're just used to the um, crap localization, the language part. Of so, so to them, it's just like as I, I can understand this to a point that I I kind of can get from A to B, and, well, I'm, and, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, they can't say anything right publicly about a shitty like anything. No, they're of only going to say like oh about the gameplay, and I think that's what they're focused on themselves. Right, anyway. right. Yeah, next right. time we talk to them, we 
that's the kind of thing I want to ask because I really want to know, like, does that bother yeah, yeah. you or do you not really, you just like sort of given up I, on that? I'm curious too, but you know, the gameplay, like I said, is awesome. And I think that's the part that they're enjoying the most. So they, they probably don't care about the localization. Mm. And like, I bet, you know, people in America are like that too, but, um, you know, you kind of get used to bad localization, and so then it doesn't bother you too much. Right, right? that's how it was for us back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. wait, 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 wait. What? what? But I think you mean um, you never get used to bad localization, and it's horrible <laughs> always, and it's <laughs> like true. being yes. stabbed in the gut over and over again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rockstar, hopefully you're listening uh, <laughs> uh, to that. Um, okay, well, I think that's... Uh, any, any other big games that we're not playing? Uh, this week, or should we go into the stuff that we actually did uh, manage to? Well, I guess Tactics Ogre. Tactics Ogre came out today, <laughs> so this straddles the line yeah. because JJ, you bought it. I um, have it in my PSP. It is installed. Yeah, it's installed. Even. Yeah, there is a data install, which is great. I wow, can't, that's yeah. very common lately on PSP mm-hmm. games. Oh, but I guess presumably usually, because of PSP Go. I don't know. Well, yeah. Isn't yeah. it usually because there's a lot of voice or there's some like Monster Hunter? It's going to be loading a lot, but I mean, Tactics Ogre is it really need it. Uh, probably not. Um, but it is a downloadable. It's also downloadable off of PSN. So right. I, I think it's probably maybe just giving people who bought the disc the option to have it via loading right. as fast and everything. Yeah, hmm. it's nice. It's good. Mm. There's no voices in the game aside from like Ugh, and stuff like that. So <laughs> all right. Well, staying on the uh, on the PSP, uh, we might as well get this over with. You've been waiting for it, everybody. New Monster Hunter Portable third trailer. Yeah. All right, we're gonna break final promotion video. Yes, we're gonna break it into five second chunks and go over it bit by bit, starting with the first five seconds. JJ, why don't you kick it off? What did what did we see in this new video? You can solo Devil Joe. Well, so okay. Well, let's sorry. Did you just jump right into? I'm excited about that. Okay, let's see. Let's just summarize some of the new stuff we saw. We saw more new monsters. Well, new quote unquote new more monsters from Try appearing in uh, Portable Third. Like Devil Joe shows up. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Jen Moran. Jen Moran. The giant like yeah sand dragon the mountain thing, which is freaking moves. super awesome. Which is amazing to see. I will say just back to back up in general this trailer. Check it out, even if you're not into Monster Hunter, just to see like what they can do with the with PSP. PSP. I, I talked about this in the TGS episode, but I, I didn't think it was a, a PSP game when I saw it out of the corner of my eye. And like right. this trailer, I mean, it's very cinematic. Just the animation, everything. It's like, what the, it's amazing what yep. they are doing with that hardware. Yep. It's um, amazing. It looks really, really good. Anyway, so okay, what are the other like for people who actually... They showed snippets of... So they showed a dude pulling a bunch of fish out of the water in like a like a... Trapper, I don't know what you would call it, but basically, you get guess you could fish more than one thing at once. Hmm. They showed some of the stuff with the feline helpers. Um, I don't know what they're going to call that in English, but you know the guy. Basically, they, they can party with you in single player, and like uh, you know, they get their own weapons and equipment and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it showed some right. of the, some of the stuff they get was really cool. Um, it showed a little bit of the CG opening. Right. Oh, um, I can't, I, I, when we get the game, we should just wait and then I'll turn it on at once and just if like. If you get the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, somebody didn't pre order. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I'm and in trouble a little bit. Pre orders are really hard to come by now. Didn't you say they were going for. A month in advance, they were out at every store and they yeah, were, yeah, yeah, they were going for like much? over $100, right? Exactly. On like auctions yeah. and stuff. If you go on Amazon, there were people selling their pre orders for like. 8,000 yen or something, something ridiculous like that. And that's 100 bucks right now. And that's a, pre, that's a pre-order. That's a slip. That's just a slip. That's <laughs> right. nothing towards the game. Right. right. They'll, they'll probably get the game at some point. No, 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 no. no, no, no. But the 8,000 yen is just, it's 8,000 yen for to, the right to buy it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. That's I don't what know. it is. That's what no, it that is, is what it is. Yeah. 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 And so, <laughs> you have to um, pay for the game after that. I think the biggest reveal, <laughs> the biggest, the coolest new feature mm. that we thought, we weren't sure if it was a feature, but I checked and it is, is 
so you'll be playing sometimes and all of a sudden a warning screen will appear on that's actually from the game really yeah and then that means that somebody like devil joe or whatever entered the scene and if you go find him and hunt them you get like bonus rewards and stuff so oh no oh, shit wow. yeah that is awesome that's so that, cool. that's like whenever devil joe came out in monster hunter trial it was always like this oh shit moment because his music would come yeah. out <laughs> yeah youtube videos of people finding devil joe for the first time they just freak <laughs> out because it's like this giant monster dude and he's, he's fucking yeah. deadly yeah. he's really nasty yeah. so that's gonna make it even more like oh fuck you know? yeah it's gonna be awesome I'm really so, excited. Uh, also pretty cool on that tip just to round out our uh comprehensive monster Hunter coverage uniqlo t-shirts they showed oh, off yeah a lot yes. of them there's like 12 yes. of them there's over 15 of them i think yeah and there's uniqlo to uh, to uh, just get totally meta then there's a uniqlo set of armor in the game for which your, looks horrible. For your feline yeah <laughs> yeah it looks did you, see, did you see the hammer the hammer is like no. a t-shirt a uniqlo t-shirt canister on a stick oh god <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It looks horrible. It looks like cheap. It looks like cheap, cheap armor. Right. In the right. Game. They definitely well, took a page from the Kojima Productions book of Metal uh, Peace Walker, right? With the with the tie-in stuff or whatever. So I, I wonder if there will be like a quid pro quo the other way. If there will be some weird, um, like if Snake or you know Ocelot or some Metal Gear thing will appear back. They will. They will. Yes. They will. Yes. You can get Snake armor and uh, Big boss. The boss. The boss. Armor. And you can get. Uh, uh, I think it's Metal Gear Solid One era snake outfit for your uh, feline oh, well it's, yeah it's basically armor that looks makes you look just like snake or whatever i don't know how you get it but um, maybe it's some tie-in with peace Walker. Yeah. but i mean i want like i want something that's still a surprise like like rex or metal gear rex or something showing oh, up yeah. as an actual like boss oh, that you yeah. hunt that's only right right they yeah. should have that mm-hmm. maybe um, well there's still a couple weeks left before the game comes out well, right. yeah, they, they, already, they showed some of the first like you know Famitsu the big magazine here is going to have like a downloadable special quest right in the first week where you can mm. get a special piece of a special gun lance actually yes. if you mm. play it and so they're already getting started with all it's that it's funny because so in Tri uh, the Famitsu quest for Tri was a lance that looked like a gun lance and now they actually get the, now you actually do get a yeah, gun lance yeah you get a real gun lance <laughs> I guess that's funny it's funny there was no gun lance in Tri Air quotes, funny. But um, anyway, okay, uh, you can uh, tune back in, stop daydreaming while we were talking about Monster Hunter for uh, 90% of our audience. Um, but uh, but sticking with Capcom um, news, we're just going to bounce back and forth between news and games. Sure. Um, but this is uh, too big of a news not to talk about here. Um, Inafune yes. left Capcom, and the whole Monster Hunter thing kind of happened under his watch. It wasn't his game, but, mm-hmm. um, but it did start under him. Capcom, to my mind, under his watch did a lot of really amazing things. They've been one of the more interesting Japanese publishers to watch. Mm. And now he uh, announced that he resigned. Right. Um, and there's a, there's tons of interviews to find online because yeah. he, uh, he gave one to 4Gamer and he's been talking to uh, a couple different people. There's a lot of coverage of this, but it sounded like then he wanted to work with Capcom from outside of it and they kind of yeah. said no. Right. And so... Yeah, that's it for him, and it kind of brings into question what's going to happen with the Mega Man um, mm. games and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure they'll continue to come out, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, influence and effect he really had, right? And right. how much of it is just the organization of yeah. Capcom. So. If you're interested yeah. more to hear about his, um, you know, what his whole deal is, um, someone on NeoGaf. Uh, was awesome and basically translated the entire four gamer interview which was a gigantic interview it took me yeah. like literally like 30 minutes to read the whole thing and i gotta read that you know i can't mm. i i didn't read it in much in japanese so i can't say vouch for the accuracy or whatever but i'm sure it's pretty close to accurate and there's lots of really interesting stuff in there to see what did he like what are some highlights 
Well, I mean, I just think it's interesting, you know, how he basically goes into depth about his feelings about overseas development and how he feels like Capcom has too many people, you know, in-house and, you know, they're, they have like however many hundred people, but they only really produce like Resident Evil and, uh, let's see, and Monster Hunter as mm-hmm. like AAA franchises in-house. And he talks a lot about that. He talks a lot about why he thinks it's better to work with outside developers, mm-hmm. about how he doesn't think, it, he thinks it's import, more important that they have creative people running the company instead of just suits, you know. Right, right. Which, mm-hmm. right, which might sound like, well, duh, but I mean, in his case, that was, seems like it was a key component of him leaving because, you know, he felt like, you know, the people up top just didn't understand, you know, the creative aspect of making games. So it's really, really fascinating stuff. Hmm. Yeah. It'll okay. be really interesting to see where he turns up or what he does next. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. I imagine he's getting a lot of... <laughs> He's got a lot of voicemails, like for <laughs> yeah, a lot of people right. calling him right, right. when the. Uh, I wonder uh, if he ends up at level five or something. Well, Cap- uh, no. I don't. He, I think he's too big of a you know exactly. of a, of yeah, a person to do. Really. And I've I think, heard yeah. like that they like have an argument or something. He know he knows san and you know who knows san. Oh or really? Like a quote. Oh, I think there was like a there was like an article I saw was, a few days really? ago. Right, there was some kind of an incident. Oh, mm-hmm. like I hadn't heard about that. Like, yeah. In, in, right now. Well, the thing about one, I mean, Capcom spawn for lack of a better word, have gone on to do some pretty amazing things, right? I mean, Platinum Games came from, you know, key Capcom people, and uh, exactly. Shinji Mikami went and started Tango, Tango which is probably yeah. another big story to talk about, right? Yep. They just right. got bought. But uh, we'll get to that in a second, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, Capcom has gone on to bear fruit in a lot of different places in the Japanese industry that have made some pretty, you know, impressive games. So yeah, it's I'm all really it's, excited to see what he does. It's yeah. interesting, too, to see the, uh, the name creators from Capcom have been shedding off and doing their own thing that doesn't happen a lot in a lot of japanese companies that happens all the time in america right if you have a hit game people start offering you make your own studio do whatever there's nintendo guy nintendo has like probably 10 or 12 guys that you know have proven to make big hits in different genres they all still work at nintendo capcom for whatever reason people do leave right and have left for a while Uh and i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing actually um i mean i think there's something to be said for company loyalty and people staying in the same place like nintendo right Right. but also um speaking from a more general standpoint we've talked about this before but like working conditions are pretty bad in the japanese industry right and things don't change unless there's the threat of people leaving to do their own thing so that's why, um, yeah, I think it's great that Platinum has had, you know, critical success because mm-hmm. people see, oh, yeah, you can leave and, right. and do your own thing. That's why right. I have good, big hopes for Mikami Studio. Yeah, and, yeah. 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 If, you all, buy, if you buy, oh, go ahead, Alex. There's also Game Republic, I believe. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. Game Republic came from there Capcom as well, I'm, actually. Yeah, Okamoto, yeah. I'm not sure they've been doing so well. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be doing so well, but that said, he was the first one to leave, too. Yes, I mean, it yeah. is, you know, he sort of... And it's true. Um, I think, you know, when, when those... When you buy Japanese games, you should think about that. I mean, it's good to support games like Platinum... From companies like Platinum and such. I mean, as long as they're decent games, because that's what the industry needs in order to get, you know, new, fresh blood out there and more people doing this and starting right. their own stuff. So. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, flipping that over um, from good games to horrible games, um, <laughs> Sonic 4, some people here actually played... Uh, you guys played the demo, I guess. The only deserves the demo. JJ, you grew up as a money. big Sega Sonic. So fan I was boy, a huge so. Sega fan boy as a kid, and Sonic was, was one of my favorite games as a kid. But my opinion doesn't matter. Overrated because well, okay, well <laughs> go ahead. That's for because I'm going to overpower you or what? Okay. No, because my wife, who is like a fucking pro Sonic player, was watching me play and was like, "This is crap." <laughs> Really? It's yeah. hilarious. She, like, it's just, you know, she was picking apart the animation, the way that Sonic moved, the mm-hmm. the 
the uh, amount of space Sonic took up on the screen, like the the you know how it was cropped and everything. Hmm. Wow, this is like super yeah. picky. Yeah, she is. She's picky. sitting. I can see her there with a the notepad, like just like nope, nope, well, <laughs> nope. Yeah. What I saw was a, a physics video, and it was actually edited well. I think I t- I tweeted it. So mm-hmm. You probably find it back in my uh, tweet log, but. It was just like it showed the physics, and it was set to this funny tune, and it just like looked ridiculous. Like the stuff that you did, there was no oh, like inertia. The stuff, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Did I have to talk about this already, or have I just talked about this to a hundred people? No, I, I, I've no. seen the video, but you're okay. right. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel right. That's the problem. Mm. Just doesn't feel right. It doesn't yeah. feel right. No means no, JJ. It's yep. okay to say no to Sonic Four. Sonic touched me in a bad place. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> this was developed on the iPhone. It's as on the well. iPhone as well. As the principal platform? I don't really? know if it was principal This sounds platform. like an ugly rumor. Yeah. Yeah. But it is okay. on the iPhone as well. Right. But I played it too. I mean, but what I, in the same sense, like what I say doesn't matter either because I've never really liked Sonic and this hasn't changed my opinion. But it's actually, it's definitely not the best of the terrible Sonic games I've played. Um, well, come on. They're not terrible. You're just not your cup of tea. I know. I'm just, I'm just looking at JJ and giving, yeah, they're not my cup of tea <laughs> at all. Um, right. I actually, I have like some Sonic stuff, but it's strictly old school and strictly like portions of it while portions i hated but the sonic 4 especially after it was really bad timing for that fan version of sonic to hit the net that yeah that looks pretty cool which looks what much was, better it, it felt like sonic it was like really this is what it should have been how can well, people find that actually I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. put a link they up call on it sonic on fan something right it's fans mm-hmm. something. we always say we're gonna put links up one day we're gonna go back to all the episodes <laughs> and actually put all the links and stuff we actually have been keeping track we haven't right. never done it but you want an official um report from your wife yes <laughs> yeah. i will i will show her and i'll give her control and speaking of fan games so what about that super mario x uh thing? i was yeah. i was going to talk about that yeah version mm-hmm. 1.3 like super mario bros.org go there and uh you can click on it, you can download it a lot of people started uh, talking about it it looks fucking ridiculous yeah. like to me and we're going to talk about a little bit about the 25th anniversary mm-hmm. uh re-release of um of mario collection but um, to me that is how you celebrate like mario's anniversary basically mm-hmm. what it is it's a fan-made game that takes super mario world basic level basically level graphics mm-hmm. super mario world level graphics but has the like multiple characters of mario 2 so peach toad even Link is in there, um, <laughs> Luigi, and then but they all have like the different Mario three outfits, so they can be you know Hammer Bros. They can jump in. Um, um, what's his name? Shoe. Pretty Bow Yeah, Shoe. Pretty Bow Shoe. I'm totally blanking. And then it's just like crazy. There's a fucking Forge like mode, little big planet thing where you can be creating while somebody's playing. Right. Mm-hmm. There's wow. a battle mode, multiplayer thing. It looks there's, ridiculous. It looks yeah, so it looks good. Awesome. 100 Mario's on screen at once. It's just insane. Yeah. They even yeah. made up new. There's new power. Like there's a Kuribo shoe that flies, and like right. there's like blocks that fly. They like added new stuff to the game, and it looks really good. Yeah, there's just, Metroid levels. There's, it got me a little mm-hmm. disappointed. Like I was almost like, man, I, I you know Nintendo could do this legitly and actually go off exactly. the yeah, and like yeah. why don't does, they do it? Does anyone remember the game? Game Boy Advance version of Mario 3. Yes. yes. Where you can add levels or make levels by using With the that card reader. Card reader the yeah, e-reader. yeah, yeah, the e-reader. Right. Ah. Is it the same idea as that? Or no, is those, it even f- they made official levels. <laughs> I had an e-reader. For, did you really? <laughs> yeah. You were that God. guy. No, I mean, but it, it's just that concept, but it's like cranked up to like right. 150. Like, I mean, right. they, you gotta just watch the video and you'll be like yeah, blown away yeah. how good it looks. It's yeah. like right. a kid's dream come true or something. Totally. Card mm-hmm. reader's necessary. So, yeah, also, so still in um, Super Mario, actually, Miyamoto has been, there's been a lot of Super Mario, probably still still because around the anniversary and the the release of the anniversary system and the game and everything. So among them, uh, let's see, everything that happened, there was a guy, the guy who has the current, like, speed run record, 
played uh, at the Miyamoto. I'm so bad for this guy at the Nintendo yeah. World yeah. Store. At the Nintendo World Store and didn't do it. I mean, that the, he didn't even finish the game. Yeah. 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 Well, it's hard. I mean, come on. World Eight is like you got to get lucky on some of yeah, that stuff totally. when you're doing it. Yeah, but if you if you've seen the video of him beating it, it's like it's like master god hand. Right. right but when you <laughs> stick you stick anybody in front of a crowd, right. especially a crowd and the guy who made the game, and yeah. you're going to oh, be yeah. nervous. You know, so it's not going to be easy. I, I mean, sympathize. Yeah. Props for even trying. Yeah. Exactly. Um, right. So, and Miyamoto has been talking uh, up a lot of stuff. Interestingly, talking some, some uh, maybe too much, man. Talking some shit. shit. Talking <laughs> saying on your <laughs> on your Mario three. <laughs> He's right. He's saying Super Mario World is his uh, was his favorite Mario. Not As only it that, and, and you know, I've had this uh, talk. Actually, I had this. Are talk. you which side are you on? I don't so remember. I used to be Mario three, but actually. Crazily enough, this is probably the only turned. the only time Shane Bettenhausen has convinced me of anything <laughs> in his entire life. He actually like made a case for Super Mario World, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. What what is this case? Convince it me. It starts with the thing that I remember most about it is so like honestly, like which is the better controlling uh, flight? Um, Mario Three, where you have the Tanuki suit, where you sit there and just go, or the or the you know. Uh, P cape or uh, the raccoon, the, the P, raccoon thing. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of You're the, thinking P, of the P, P block or whatever it's called. But P raccoon suit or the one that lets you fly as much as you want. You only oh, right, get like yeah. two of or whatever. Right, right. So you have that or the um, Tanuki suit, you, which you run and then just B B B B B to fly or whatever. Right. Or you have the cape in Mario World where you're like you can you know become a bomb. You're sitting there and like getting higher and like how you keep right. level. You're like. Argh. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> right, right. Like, the subtlety and, like, level of depth to the control of that is, like, just just no fucking question. So then you go the amount of worlds. You go, like, the uh, the, the secret worlds and, how, and the ghost houses in, in right. Mario uh-huh. World. It's not... The level of challenge, I think, is a knock against Mario World. It's not hard, right? It's, exactly. Yeah, it's a different kind of challenge. I mean, it, in, a st- in a sense, it's, like, a step more in the direction of like an adventure game whereas Mario 3 is a step more in the direction of an arcade game I mean right. as far as types of Mario you know right Mario 3 is way closer to Mario 1 in terms right. of being arcade yeah. action-y yeah which I do like I do like but right. if I had to choose one or the other I do think that Mario World is slightly better it's really interesting mm-hmm. yeah that's not enough to con- to like change my mind but I, I mean it is a really good point I mean to be fair I Everybody loves both games, right? It's not like either one of them is of bad. Course. So when you're comparing, it's not like, oh, Mario 3 crushes it or whatever. The thing I like more about Mario 3, though, is the imagination in the levels. And, I mean, part of that might be because it's, you know, quote-unquote the Mushroom Kingdom. It's like the original place. But, I mean, I thought the level design in Mario 3 was really inspired. I don't know if, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the the real guy responsible for Mario. Um, ta- Takashi. Uh, Tezuka. Tezuka, yeah. <laughs> is, is like, you know, I mean, he's, I don't know if he was on some kind of drugs or something or whatever, but he thought up some <laughs> amazing stuff i mean the like giant the giant world and everything. i think is the, the giant uh, world was amazing yeah. and and you know some of the stuff in mario world seemed less inspired to me like the chocolate or whatever it's just like sort of eh, you know back to kind of generic levels or whatever but but you're right the play the mechanics ghost houses dude ghost houses yeah. are some very of the cool cavern yeah. levels with the lava i love the stuff with the boats and everything the airships in mario 3 but like okay granted those are good that's yeah. a good point i mean you know Oh, sorry. I think they're both very, very, very good games, but I think when you know, I, I prefer the more arcade style. I don't know. So back to back three. to Miyamoto. He said that he actually was like thinking back on Mario Three. He's actually talking some shit. He said like that was it. That right. was what we thought was good enough. And mm-hmm. he goes on to say actually that um, that no, you he know, wouldn't it change was, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, 
whatever. But I was kind of surprised to hear him say that. Like that game is fucking holy. Yeah. To, yeah. to you know most everybody. Yeah. Right. Um, and on the co- it's on the cover of uh, where is there Nintendo Power. Nintendo yeah, Power. Yeah, I was back in America and I saw that. I was like, wow, I had to pick it up. And uh, they actually have a pretty cool retrospective. Um, it it kind of reminds me of uh, EGM issue two hundred. They have different people, other designers, talking about. Um, their favorite um, NES games. They right. got um, uh, Igarashi talking about Castlevania Three: Dragon's Curse. They got uh, Kojima talking about um, I think Mario Super Mario Brothers. Right. Born Spectre was it talking about Born Zelda? Spectre talking about Zelda, which is probably the best one of all of them. I really enjoyed yeah. reading that. I liked one, uh, uh, Kojima. Kojima. He, he had a quote about Super Mario Brothers. He was like, he called it the Big Bang of the video game industry. He went mm. a little overboard. He's like. This is one of the greatest inventions of mankind has yet done. He's like, I put this next to the wheel. Like he was, he went a little nuts on a few is uh, praise for it. But yeah, it was cool to see these guys. Yeah, uh, and they were like a little, they made it a little too short. I wish there was a web version that had like more right. stuff. But, but it was cool to see anyway. And they obviously yeah. like you could tell that they loved it. They talked about the different boxes you know throughout the age the black box era and then the silver boxes the password pack yeah you know with icarus and uh, anyway we're getting back into last episode um and uh i think that's a big part of why a lot lot of people really liked the last episode there was lots of positive feedback yeah way more downloads and i think a lot of that was nes nostalgia i could talk about the nes for hours we we need to do another one we should the 25th anniversary in one month or whatever (laughs) we did give the mad poor master system a short shrift i think it deserves at least its own episode especially (laughs) when we don't have anything else to talk about uh, this week the only story i have about the master system is that some kid in my neighborhood owned one Wow, that's yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah, right? exact story. Well, see, that's, that's the impressions. How many people actually own a master system? I did. I own one still, and I, I have like fifty boxed games for it still. Wow, there you go. Still, as in, not that I would have ever bought those back in the day. I exactly. bought them like on eBay that's, in two thousand. That's, that's the point. Back in the day, I had like five games. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, uh, you actually can, owned them back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Fantasy Star, Rastan, R Type, uh, and like two, like Golvelius, Double Dragon, Double Dragon. Yes. Play two players in the version of Double Dragon for the master. Have you ever gotten fifty thousand on Double Dragon? What? Uh, I don't. I don't know what that. The wizard means. Come on, oh, guys. sorry, dude. <laughs> um, anyway, does the game gear we just count? Dated ourselves. No, game gear doesn't count. Okay. Um, so, but to finish off, uh, Mario Miyamoto. Yeah. The NES. You got your 25th anniversary Wii. I did. Yes. Which comes with. Is it? It's not like preloaded on the system. It's is preloaded it? on the system. Oh, yes. nice! Twenty fifth anniversary. It's called twenty fifth anniversary Super Mario Brothers, and all it is. <laughs> I, we actually played through it today to make sure. <laughs> right. All it is is uh, Super Mario Brothers with the question blocks replaced by coins. Uh, they look like the number twenty five, basically, uh-huh. uh, on the question yes. block coins. Um, and the copyright text changed to include the year two thousand ten, nineteen eighty five to two thousand ten. Right, but that's it. Uh, we played through. I played through it twice. Like one, the first quest and the second. You know, it's the same game. I mean, which is fun. That's they cool are conducting an experiment to see how little they can change and how much money they can charge and have right. people actually buy it, I think. Absolutely. I am, uh, like I said earlier, I am that guy, but I'm serious. I mean, I'm in a way, I'm taking the piss out of myself, but it's just the truth. is like I am the kind of guy who loves Mario so much. I mean, we named our company 8-4, right? I will true. buy something right. like that. I would have liked to buy it separately, uh, or maybe even like if they came on like the European system or something. Like, okay, I don't have right. a European Wii, but like it don't. The only way you can get it is on the Japanese Wii. Uh, actually, period. it's on the Australian Wii. The Australian really? red Wii, not Australian. the European one. 
Oh, <laughs> someone corrected me on that today. Wow. Why not a Club Nintendo giveaway? When did they have right. crappy yeah. ass Club Nintendo giveaways recently? Oh, I know. What yeah. have they been uh, recently here in Japan? And handkerchiefs. Well, Pen. you know, they've had some amazing. So, Club Nintendo, most of you know what it is because it's overseas as well, but it's been here for a long time. It's mm-hmm. the point system where you buy games, you register them, and then you get points that you can use towards cool stuff. And every right. year, if you buy enough stuff, you get platinum status, and they'll, they'll give you something free. Mm-hmm. They've had some awesome stuff in recent years. They had a. The first year was like a gold Mario statue, whatever. But then they had like a Super Famicom, uh, a replica classic controller for the Wii, which mm-hmm. is kick ass. They yeah, had a that was cool. A, a, they reprinted Game and Watch with the packaging and everything, like a working Game I got and that. Watch. That's I have awesome. that too. It That's going to be worth a shitload of money. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, <laughs> that is aww. eBay money in the bank. Exactly, it <laughs> yeah. is amazing. And they, you know, they've had some. Calendar, the, yeah. yeah. The Famicom calendar. The Famicom calendar was cool, yeah. But I mean right. that. But I mean that is something that you know. I, I'm not. You could buy that in a store potentially, but like the controller thing was like mm-hmm. they've never re, like made like they don't sell that separately. There's no way to get it. It's you didn't know. the carry cases, those special carry cases, were those Club Nintendo things? The carry cases for the re-released NES games for the. Um, I think that was a Club Nintendo. That wasn't like a freebie, but that was like if you right. bought all the games and registered, you could get them. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay, so that's a little bit different. Okay. But but then this year, so the Club Nintendo prize was announced last week, and it's crap like you have three things to choose from but they're all not exciting like pins handkerchiefs and and what was the other one we don't need no it's not even it's just like they always have like a little mini calendar i think yeah that was like the second prize that's like you didn't get the good thing but you can have a calendar but yeah this year it's like nothing good so all right well on yeah on that uh keeping in the um disappointment in the uh frame of disappointment um actually there's nothing. There's nothing else disappointing to talk about. Well, I was. I <laughs> thought you were going to talk a little bit about the. Uh, so what also came out recently was the 25th anniversary uh, Super Mario Collection or Super Mario All Stars came out. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I guess that actually is. I am a little disappointed in that. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, we knew this going in, but it is strictly the Super Nintendo game as right. if you bought it on virtual console like right. it's, they didn't change anything about it they right. didn't in- include super mario world either right well they only did that in the u.s so that wasn't like a common thing but um Still and they only not. did that like on certain that was later too yeah but, i didn't um, know that they had done that yeah that's like one of the holy grails of like funko finds was like you could find the mario all-stars with mario world on the same cartridge um, interesting which i looked for for a while i never got it was bundled with the hardware right right, right at right. the end or but whatever. uh the thing about this like all-stars is like uh, that game was holy to me for a long time, but I went back and played it, and it hasn't aged as well as I thought it would. Like it's kind of ugly. Like, mm-hmm. and when I saw that, I was like, "Well, we talked about it a little bit, but it's like, why didn't they? Why couldn't they have just put a fresh coat of paint on it again? Like they didn't change the gameplay at all. It's the exact same because it would have been. Right? I mean, that's like that's a lot of sprite work, right? I mean, right. yeah, I don't know. I totally agree. If you're right. gonna do it properly and do it right, considering how many they probably sold, I'm sure they would have made enough money to. Well, have done I think that. the thing was that it only cost twenty five dollars, and you're basically paying for the book and the CD. Right? And yeah, the, kind, you kind of were. No offense, but that CD. I mean, come on, like it it's like a, joke. a selection of Mario songs that you could find on the internet for free, like on YouTube. <laughs> or it was like exactly. But it wasn't that's anything special, Eagle John. But you know what I mean. The point yeah. is, it's not like that stuff is hard to come by. The book True. was very cool. The book yeah. had right. a bunch of art, right. some drawings of old. You know, uh, like like uh, Miyamoto's like sketches of the levels and stuff. But, but even that's not the best book you can buy on Mario at this moment. If you buy the December issue of Nintendo Dream, there is a really cool add-on magazine that has the entire Mario series as released here in Japan. Well, there's a little mm-hmm. description. There's a picture of the box art, and it's a really cool book. I think that's even better. 
than what yeah. the, came in the game, which is really funny because the magazine's only 800 yen. So you were born after all of the Mario games. You yeah. never even uh, played them. You were born five years ago. Um, <laughs> exactly. But you went so, back and played you, this like past much. couple weeks just because of the yeah. anniversary or what like brought yeah. this on? Um, so I'm a, I'm a master's graduate student here in Japan, so I'm really busy. Um, my stuff is due in January. So I decided to only play Mario games for the last month because it's easy. You can only do it for a few minutes before getting back to work because you have to take a break when you're... But what, so studying. what, I mean, just because everybody's talking about Mario and there's all the stuff mean, on the internet, why, like why even? history blanks or? I'm bandwagoning. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, I just, it just rubbed off on me. So I thought I'd right. get the collection, I'd go through the games and. And you hadn't played them before. Uh, I had played them before, but. All of them? But yeah, uh, at some point. Okay. Because I owned All-Stars when I was a kid for the Super Nintendo. Right. But, you know, those games were a lot harder than what came after. Oh, yeah, yeah, of you, course. You mentioned that earlier, how right. the world started to become a little bit easier and a little bit more manageable for people. So I had never actually beaten any of the Famicom NES <gasps> 2D Marios except for <laughs> USA, and that was on the Game Boy Advance when it came out uh, almost 10 years ago. Right. So using All-Stars, because it lets you save, and I didn't know about that secret button code. Right, the uh, a, a plus start lets right. you yeah, continue. I did not know there. about that. So I used that and beat the game finally. It took me a few tries. So what was it like for somebody who has never, you know, now? Like, is it as good yeah. as everybody, as we all remember it? Or are we just tainted with nostalgia or what? I know the answer to this, but I'm wondering what you think. <laughs> no, it's a fun game. It's, it's going to last forever, I think. I don't That's right. Correct answer. Good. <laughs> you can stay um, on the podcast. Did you guys ever, am I the only one here that ever played, probably am, but in the Mario Advance, you know how they had the multiplayer Oh, the uh, game Mario was, Brothers. Yeah, it was like Mario Bros, but you could play up to four people. Right. Yes, I played that. You did? Yeah. yeah and that thing was fucking awesome. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. it was a little mm-hmm. screwed up in how, where you started, because you could bump each other. It was like it was like Mario Bros, the mm-hmm. original arcade mm-hmm. setting, but it had some of the trappings of Super Mario Brothers. You could uh, move around. There were four people at once. This was, you had to link up. It was a huge pain in the ass, but it was actually like really fun. We yeah. played a lot on EGM. It was like this hidden gem, and it was in. I think it was in all of the. It was. It was in the all of the advanced games. games. They just kept yeah. tacking it on. Mm. I feel like it, not enough people got to play it. Um, but anyway, yeah, that just made me think of that when you started. Hiroko, about you were that. a big fan of Mario Brothers, right? The original. Because yeah, yeah. didn't you have it like in your local arcade or something when you yeah, were a kid? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, at the pizza place, Luigi's Pizza. Luigi's <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> That's, nice. yeah. That's in California, right? In California. Mm. Wow. Nice. So whenever we went to buy pizza, I was playing uh, Mario Brothers with my brother. So that's probably my first. My first game experience. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all we That's had awesome. was, was RoboCop at my pizza place. Mario Aww. Brothers is a big game for me, too, in a way. And not, it's certainly not my first video game. That was back in the early 80s. But um, it was the first Nintendo game I bought because I, I had my NES coming for Christmas. I convinced my parents to buy it. But I had to wait two months to get it. So in the meantime, I used what money I had, and I bought Mario Brothers. And I just like looked at the stared manual at the and the box. box every day for like two months. God, that reminds me of my Genesis. Like I just stared at the box before my birthday. <laughs> Staring at the box is something like no yeah. one will ever, ever do ever again. Right. So sad. Um, all right. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, another old, obscure, well, obscure, not like Mario is, but another older game, John, you dug out this week. It was a Golden Sun <laughs> right, Golden Game. Sun, The Lost Age, the right? second one. For, yeah, I did. Uh, is this the Japanese or the, this is the English one? English one, okay. Yeah, because uh, the new one comes out next, well, this month in America. It's I out think very it's the, soon. I think it's next week in Japan. Yeah, it's called uh, Dark Dawn, and I really wanted to play it. Um, did you say something about like a 200 and something letter <laughs> password? Yeah, so if you say, so I beat the first Golden Sun game, and the second one is, it's, it's like basically those two games are just one big game. Like the second one continues 
right where the first one left off like literally like the same scene basically and uh oh wow that's uh, cool yeah it's like the second one tells the story from a different angle though you play different people so you kind of see mm-hmm. you've continued the story but from the other guy's viewpoint but oh, um, okay. reminds me of uh, Shining Force 3 a bit yeah well same developers as Shining Force oh, 3 that's so, right yeah, yeah so oh, Camelot but uh so anyway you can transfer your save data uh because you know your characters will appear again but you could do it with a Game Boy Link cable, which I don't even have that anymore, right? Uh, like, yeah. Or you could do the password. And, like, there's three levels of password. Like, you can bring over just some of your stuff, yeah. half of your stuff, or, like, all your stuff. And, of course, so weird. if I spent that many hours in the first game, I wanted all my stuff, right? Mm. So yeah. I did the long one, and it was a 260-character password. Holy oh. shit. And You're basically programming, like, the, the lines <laughs> of code for all of your Smart. missing items. It took me it's 20 like... minutes. And so what I, what, what I did was people kept complaining about it. I went and read about it on the net, and, like, people were like, I don't know what I screwed up. I might have probably messed up oh, one character. God, right. It's so, not like Metroid, was it, where the O was, like, a zero? Oh, and God. You, you didn't know? I mean, it, 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 was, it wasn't that bad, but uh. it, you could have that for sure. Because it was that, I don't know if you know, all of Camelot's games have that, like, italicized font that's, right, like, right, right. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So what I I did was I took pictures of every there's six pages of the password and I took a picture six with my pages. iPhone of each oh, wow. and then I just held my iPhone next to the Game Boy while I was putting in the password so then you're not oh, going to screw it up right? oh, you can okay, see okay. it side by side and make you should sure, have so. you should have put the password on Twitter I couldn't even fit it on <laughs> yeah, Twitter you yeah. it'd have to be that should be like a law like yeah that's that's unbelievable it yeah. wasn't like typing in like gold key and then like da 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 you weren't like just typing right. in all the item no, names that was you had using you the d-pad six. it wasn't even like I had a stylus to you know at least type right. on a keyboard it was the old school oh, but if you played a game for 30 hours you're gonna want all your shit to come right. over right sure, I mean, sure. so, yeah. so did you get a chance to play it at all I did I played after I took all that time to put the password in you're like, I played ah, it for I'm like spent. two hours yeah. <laughs> right. yeah it's good I mean I, lo- I always liked the Golden Sun games and I figured I'm definitely gonna play the DS game so I might as well finish the last one first because it's a sequel it's like 30 years later but it's still a sequel so mm. I wanna keep playing will, right. the, da- will the data carry over to the new not game? this time apparently no there's this one <laughs> oh, there's, not no, gonna there's be... no 400 letter password <laughs> no, yeah, no, no it's no too bad I don't, thing. I don't does I don't it continue think... do you do you know if it continues again like directly from it's 30 the... years later oh, so, oh sorry right yeah so that. but it's like uh i don't know i don't think if you have the cartridge like if you have a ds light i don't think anything's going to happen if you have the cartridge in or not I yeah guess probably we'll no. all right once again more on that to come, maybe. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're, maybe. The, the games Chuck are piling up. We'll this, see if we have week. time. What you did have time to play uh, this past week and finish, though. Yep. Me and John played this a bit. JJ, you finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanquish. Vanquish. Yeah, I forgot. My, my alternate... Um, uh, nickname for you this week, JJ was going to be J. I can't really do his voice, but the guys in Vanquish's voice is uh, uh, JJ. Fuck you, or Epperson. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, Epperson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, when I played the demo a few weeks ago, I just didn't get it. Like I played it, and I was like, oh, I, don't, I keep dying. I don't didn't know get it. The on. gameplay didn't click for you. Yeah, it didn't click for me. And then I, I borrowed it from John because he was too busy to play it or whatever. Right. Uh, and uh, like within like the first few minutes of playing it at you know the full version it really clicked with me and i was playing on a casual i have to preface i am a weak sauce shooter (laughs) gamer like i am not good at shooters unless it's a mouse and keyboard i I, dual stick is just like the bane of my existence me too um but i played it on casual and i found it really fun just like you know before i would just go up into uh, a a cover and then just pick people off right. and like play it like I would play Gears of War or something like that. Right. But this game is like you need to go in their base and then just wild out on people. Well see you actually don't need to I think that's one of the interesting things I noticed. You don't actually you don't actually need to do that. It's right. just the game is I think meant to be played more that way. But mm. if you want to hang back in Gears of War it 
it's not it's not that uh, exciting and uh, and fast paced. If you do run in and treat it more, that's why I I always reference Omega Boost when I talk about this game mm. because it's it's crazy fast frenetic. Like your guys doing fucking backflips in the right. slide, I think is just the most yeah. really awesome. It's feature. so fun to just like throw a grenade, slide in, and then like. Jack, like slow down time. Yeah, slow down time. You start, in, and then like the grenades coming abo- uh, up above you, and then you like you tilt up and you shoot the grenade and it explodes, and then like all these guys are like freaking out, and then you're shooting everything. <laughs> and it's like, I love your explanation. You sound like a ten year old talking about. It. I know. And then and then they're like freaking out, and then you're like boom, and then the things goes bam, and then you're like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what, I mean, this game is like action figures shooting at each other, right? Right. Pretty so, much. Yeah. Yeah. And shit's going upside down, and you're flying right. down. I mean, it, it kind of is like that. You do feel kind of like a Ten-year-old, yeah. very much the modern evolution of the run-and-gun shooter from back in the day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it does feel a little uh, old school in a way. It's it's kind of simple. You're picking up these weapons, you're powering up the right. different weapons, which is cool. Which and then gets kind of addictive. There's kind of like a Mega Man aspect to it, where like certain weapons are a lot more effective on certain enemies and stuff like that. Right. I found like I found my enjoyment of the game increase quite a bit when I found out that like you know just sticking to the assault rifle while it's 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 an okay tactic. Uh, actually using all of the other weapons really helped, you know, your survivability and your ability to just, you know, get yeah. through stages quicker. Right. I think what you said about it clicking is, like, a good a point because even, like, John was playing a lot and then I played a little bit and then John played a lot and then I played a, a little bit and, it like, it does... it. It clicks, you you and you right. lose it when you don't play for a while, mm. and then you pick it back up, and it takes you a little bit to get back into it. But once you get back into it, there is, and I mean, you there are these master videos. People are like, oh, watch the the videos on the net of right. people who really know how they're playing, and it, you really can tell. Like that's the cool thing about it. There is this depth to it, to the mm. controls and stuff like that. It, it definitely, even at the same time that it's this like very arcadey kind of simple right. experience. I had to do the same thing. I never ever play any game on the easy mode uh, just because like I f- I don't know. I feel like I want to play it on normal. That's how they designed it. Whatever. Right. But yeah. This is and the I feel the same way. Yeah. In honestly, in years that I switched it to casual because I was getting so pissed off at that first boss from the demo. We talked about this a little last time. <laughs> yeah. But I was ready to give up, and I was like, I don't want to give up on this game. It looks cool. People I respect really like it. Like, I want to play yeah. it more. I, I didn't have that much trouble with him on you normal. You didn't know. I think, well, weird. I think I just... He came too early, and he was too much for me to have time to get it before right. I got to him. Right, so right, I was right. just getting frustrated. So I switched to casual, I beat him, I kept playing, and now I feel like I can jack it to hard and still like I don't know that right. I'm gonna succeed, but I know how to play the game now and jack I Jack it to hard. Jack it to God hard. Jack it to hard. We just got our episode name. Um, and uh, I basically, you know, um, now I um, I feel like I know how to play the game and I'm enjoying it a lot more. Something else that I found, um, you know, I, I didn't get this. The game didn't teach me this, or if it did, I wasn't paying attention. But, mm-hmm. you know, upgrading your weapons is really important in this game because, yeah. you you know, you, you make your weapon stronger, you make their accuracy go up, you make your payload bigger, you have more uh, ammunition. Yeah, yeah, ammo, yeah. And, uh, you know, so when I learned that, too, that also helped a lot. And I started focusing on certain weapons that I like more than others and trying to upgrade them as much as possible. So a, a knock against it that I did notice, and we're, I mean, we're maybe, like, I mean, I've probably seen, like, three I mean, act three out of, of five. Maybe so, half. So yeah. you're near the end of the game. It, no, act, oh, no, no, that's not true. But uh, it's a it's a it's five longer than hour game. People may no. I think it's well, Six maybe hour. for you because you run and gun, and I'm more of the sit back and clear out the screen before I sure. move on kind and of player. So. Easy. Well, not that that's a big no, deal. Yeah, that's, anyway, that's, a, that's a fair right, right. Um, is that uh, the environments don't seem to be changing a whole lot? Like mm. the levels, there are different things going on. The levels, you're on kind of an elevator thing. You're on this. You're on the other thing. There's like a slightly different little objectives and stuffs blowing apart. Like different things are happening, but. The whole thing so far feels like it's kind of in the same 
place. I mean, it is kind of in the same place, and I I, I want like changes of, of scenery. I, I kind of feel like. Did anyone play PN three? Because that's what yes. it's reminding me of. And I'm gonna get about. a lot of people hate me because I think that game is garbage. You didn't like it, huh? Wow. No, I didn't like it at all. Mm. And I know everybody out there is gonna be like, ah, blah, 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 PN three. I I I do realize that. It, in some ways is kind of like a spiritual successor it yeah. does take elements from it and stuff like that wasn't there something about that game was like made on a bet of you could make a game in three months or something <laughs> i think i was like a, I, maybe that was maybe i'm making that up but oh. i i'm not a huge fan of of that game i know it has it's um it has its hard hardcore fan base and i kind of understand where they're coming from but yeah i could just mm. never really right get into that game but yeah that was that was mikami as well um that yeah. was uh yeah right it's gamecube one of the gamecube well speaking five, of mikami right? something else on our list as we jump back yeah. and forth is his studio just got bought so Tango yeah. was the studio that Mikami founded. Um, a lot of people didn't really know what was up because he was working on these other games, right? He's doing uh, Shadows of the Damned with Grasshopper, and Shadows he's doing he was doing Vanquish. Shut down with <laughs> with Platinum. It's gonna happen every time. Uh, <laughs> And I actually, I bumped into a guy from Tango a couple weeks ago, and we were talking, and I was like, oh, you guys finished Vanquish, and then he's like, we had nothing to do with that. And I was like, oh, that's right. Like, he has Tango, this company, but Vanquish was completely platinum. Mm -hmm. Right. So his company, Tango, I don't know what they were doing, but, you know, maybe they were just in pre-production or whatever for a certain next thing, but they got bought by ZeniMax. Right. Who who here knew who ZeniMax was before Tango got bought? You did, did, right? You did? I didn't. Because they made a big deal when they bought um, Bethesda. Bethesda, Bethesda, right? Yeah. I, I learned all this after the fact when I went back and read up on it but until the moment that that was announced I had no idea and so you know they were purchased by Zenimax and um, now they're you know they're suddenly in the ranks of id software and Bethesda right. and these big are, are yeah. arcane studios I think or these big companies um, so no it was id software that they bought when they that when that I learned who Zenimax was oh, oh really? right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They, they were owned Bethesda. yeah they already owned Bethesda yeah, okay, you're yeah. right um, and I have to just say real quick, I fucking called this. Like, if people only That's right. read my you Twitter, did. yeah, if people you followed did. me on oh, Twitter, right. Mikami tweeted, like, God, I, I looked back it when was it was. It was August. Yeah. Tweeted that on a business trip, I think I'm going to go visit the Smithsonian or something. And I'm like, hmm, who? how many major publishers are in the Washington, D.C. area? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he was going for inspiration for his next game. Oh, no, <laughs> man. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Nobody picked up on it either. Yeah, yeah. right. So, yeah. Uh, anyway. But this is kind of like, how many times has an American or a Western it's publisher... It's Yeah. This doesn't happen. So this, this is yeah. like a lot bigger news than... I mean, it's it's kind of like a, okay, they got bought, but this is actually yeah, huge it's news, a right? Huge news, yeah. yeah. It's good news too. I mean, yeah. I think it's great that a big, you know, because you know he was he had this. Uh, there's actually a one-up story that uh, Kevin last week's uh, Kevin Gifford wrote, <laughs> where he basically summarized what. Uh, mention of Kevin Gifford's name, everybody just immediately starts laughing. Like, well, it was just it. you referred to him as last week's Kevin Gifford. <laughs> <laughs> last week's Kevin Gifford, bro. He's dead to us. <laughs> He wrote a story summarizing the interview that was in last week's Famitsu of uh, of uh, with Mikami, and he spoke about how you know he's uh, they didn't want to you know be stuck like every other publisher living month to month on their projects and everything. They wanted a company that could fund them and allow them to you know do big budget AAA games, which yeah. is what he wants to do, and he does quite successfully. Well, I was gonna say, give the guy his props. Like this is the guy that made fucking Resident Evil, that made Resident Evil Four. Yes. Like this guy, and I mean, I you know I can say what I want about about um uh pn03 but like you kind of say this guy hasn't really made a 
bad ga- a game that just doesn't have its big fan base. Mm-hmm. Right. God Hand mm-hmm. certainly not everybody's God cup of Hand tea either. But, is fucking awesome. But then you have people like that. <laughs> right. I, like, I bow to the altar of God yeah. Hand. Actually, yeah. and the people bring that up a lot. You know, yeah. God Hand a lot with Vanquish. But um, but to keep to keep going, um, you mentioned the Famitsu interview. Apparently, so he's in his talks again in this new Famitsu. Did you guys read this? Uh, like, just came out today. But like, he was talking about like his childhood, Mikami's childhood, and his dad, like. No. Beat no. him and like woke him up in the middle of the night and like made it, chased him in his car. <laughs> and, like, are you serious? Yeah, for like six six kilo six kilometers, oh like God, took him to the this. seaside and then like just drove back home. And he had to like walk home in his pajamas or whatever. <laughs> You're kidding? Wow. No, and that's where he got the idea for the minecart sequence in Resident Evil Four. <laughs> oh wow! No, I made that You're last part. Right? Up. <laughs> <laughs> I made the last part up, but that up until then, funny. it was it was it was all uh, apparently in there. Wow! So, yeah, I was like, hardcore. is this a joke? I, I just read that right before we right. did the podcast, so I hope it wasn't uh, right. somebody just kidding around. But um, oh. I hadn't seen that. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. The guy deserves it mm-hmm. um, i love mikami yeah, like he's yeah, one of my yeah, favorite game creators i want them to do something awesome yeah. without him i would not be here there you go yeah <laughs> remake i mean remake was amazing resident yeah. evil yeah uh, remake on the game i remember God. in gamestop uh when that game came out people were like crowded around a gamecube i had never seen something like that before. that is the but scariest was, game i've ever played like yeah. i don't scare g- right. scary games and movies don't do much for me but that game hit me hard like it's so I, hard too it, that game is just really it. hard it's brilliant even for somebody who plays resident evil it's really hard the yeah. first it gets easier after the first couple hours right. but the first couple hours are just like you have you have to dodge zombies like there's not right. enough ammo for you to be killing all of them remember the first time you heard a running zombie in that game holy man right. crimson the crimson heads right. yeah god yeah. did you do a fact on remake i did when it first came out oh when it first came out yeah what's that mean Japan. you didn't so... uh, keep up on it or what oh no i you, it's updated. Guide. Okay. Yeah. Give me the give me the most obscure Resident Evil fact toy that you know. Bam. Um, that's a good question because I'm forgetting. <laughs> it's it's um, hard when you're on the spot. It is hard when you're on the spot. Lisa Trevor. Uh, what is her uh, blood type? I have no. Okay. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry Birkin. When was she born? She was twelve, so eighty-six. That's really. pretty good. Nice. I wow. have to say. See, we well, if he's right, <laughs> I know. I know you are right because I was going to uh, look it up for a um, a joke I was going to say to somebody on mm. Twitter about her being eighteen now. So oh. <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> right. um, well, you and I have a Mark and I have a you know a fair bit of Resident Evil uh, you know priceless items in our possession right because we just we've worked back in the day we have like you know versions we were sent versions of the games before i they did were, well right before they to. Used <laughs> to, that's right Mark used i'll to. tell that tale we've, another time yeah we've yeah, we've, uh, we've we've dropped hints about that tale we'll yeah, ta- tell it someday but um, i want them but yeah. you know we have like I have a I have a version of Code Veronica that still had the first person mode. If I don't know if everybody remembers that, oh, but there I was going that. to be a first person mode yes. before they took it out, and uh, mm-hmm. you had some stuff. I played Resident Evil 1.5. Yeah, that oh, very hard. few people in the world have we, ever we'll played do, it. So we should do our own episode on that because I'm so pissed that I wasn't. I remember <laughs> you calling me and telling me about it. I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had an RE4 that had the debug mode in, which there are videos mm-hmm. of on the web. There was a lot of cool stuff in there. Like it's surprisingly yeah uh, cool. Like really robust. Um, little different weird shit you can do with it. Google it, you'll find good stuff. Mark used to collect um, Resident Evil like betas and stuff. So like I used right. to give, I used to give him mine. Like we had like a bunch cool. from Resident Evil one you, and two. Do you still have them? I don't know. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a long story. Yeah. I don't uh, really know if I have it or not. I used to have Capcom sent out Resident Evil one. They sent out a press kit. It was a single boot, 
in a box with along with a uh, a demo, and it came mm. with a VHS video, and you put it in. Have you seen this? This might I be think on the I, web. I have seen this. Okay, yeah. it's like how to kill a zombie, and it paints. They were playing up Jill's move right. in, in Resident Evil One. It, like, they paint on a cantaloupe like right. two X's and a smiley face, and then there's like smiley fifties music playing. She puts it down on the ground, puts on the boot, this spokesmodel, and then just steps on it, steps on right. the cantaloupe head, and like explodes it, and then they show her footage of the game. But that version, early version of the game, like some of the move, the rooms were moved around, mm. and the snake comes starts earlier. Uh, th- right. Basically, it ends with this the giant snake. Yeah, um, I think that demo was publicly released, but oh, just not it? not in a nice package like that. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, yeah. but that, I thought it was different than the, the, the demo the game, demo. That the game's was put changed out. over the over the years. Right, you know? right. Um, anyway, we're we're getting into like maybe a when the next Resident Evil comes out, we can have a Resident Evil episode for sure. There's when they when they go in and change the zombies to have twenty five t shirts. Exactly. The twenty the fifteenth anniversary you're saying is coming up. Maybe they'll do that. That's a good idea. Fifteen. That's what I said. Yeah, Fifteen, yeah, yeah right, nice. exactly. But we'll have you on, definitely, Alex. Definitely. Don't, don't worry, yeah. Please. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, but before that, let's uh, finish out this week's thing. Um, what else is there to talk about? John, you've been playing this iPhone game all the time. That's not goddamn right. iPhone I mean, game. <laughs> you have 30 we seconds, really save, go. We should save the iPhone 30 seconds. for the games that really, really, really deserve it. Oh, this game is really fun, but it, I don't even know if it's... It might be old. Like, PS people play Monster kind of, Dash. It is kind of old, Monster right? Dash is kind of old. GBD, we were out with uh, lunch for, for lunch with GBD, and he showed me Monster Dash, which is just Cannabalt with shotguns and there you zombies go. That's and all you good music. To say. And it was fun, and Cannibal, I played it a lot last Cannibal week. Cannabalt with a shotgun. That's, and it was fun. Right. It was fun. Good. Um, <laughs> Famitsu, any other stuff to talk about? I did notice in Famitsu, I thought this was funny, uh, disaster report for... <laughs> Summer Memories. Summer Memories <laughs> is the subtitle. <laughs> disaster report for people who don't know is like the earthquake game. Yeah. Summer <laughs> Memories. Where the, the city is destroyed. Yeah. But of course, right. Summer yes. Memories. Yeah. What's going on with a Ubisoft game, by the way? The, uh, the Ubisoft disaster report uh, wannabe game that uh, Jade Raymond is... Making. I haven't oh, heard a lot about the, that. I, I, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. We're, we're um, in Japan. We don't know. <laughs> Did uh, we ever mention that um, Earth Defense Force? They went back and said that like they're fixing a lot of the stuff people were complaining about. I didn't no. know that actually. Uh, what, like, yeah, what sort of like stuff? Uh, uh, items and weapons are going to be dropped on the ground. Really? Yeah, which is great. Whoa. There you go. Yeah. Um, they heard our podcast. Yeah, they they probably <laughs> nice. did. You're welcome. There was a couple other things I can't remember off the top of my head. That's great. I need to go back and it was, look at It that. was pretty much all good news. So Very nice. Take Very back the news. hate. Take back the hate. Um, what else is going on? We've been in the news lately. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kotaku had a nice little story about 8.4. That's uh, Localization right. stuff. Um, they did their homework. They went and looked up some stuff and like showed some examples of our work and stuff. That that's was really right. cool. Yeah. Kotaku.com. Mm-hmm. Find like, uh, it. Search it. Love yes. it. Cheers, cheers to Brian Ashcraft. There were like 500 comments in like two days, which is interesting because, you know, it just, I think Mark, you said this, but it just goes to show how people, uh, the kind of people who leave comments on message boards are the kind of people who get really up in arms about like little things that are different in the translation and stuff like that. Be careful because they're listening to this this No, no, I mean, there were some really interesting comments and I think someday I would like to, you know, go through some of them and talk about them because they were interesting, you know, people bring up good points, people bring up, you know... It's they don't know why we make the decisions we make sometimes, and you know right. it'd be interesting to talk about that yeah. stuff. So definitely, yeah, yeah, and then um, also like you can see our office in that video that the Sekuhara uh, video, Sekuhara video <laughs> that we mentioned yeah. earlier. Sekuhara for people who don't know, which is probably most of you, is uh, the Japanese uh, I guess cute word because we have cute words for everything here uh, for sexual harassment. Sexual harassment. Um, <laughs> basically, there's a uh, so there's yeah there's a video on uh, on the YouTube's. 
uh, from uh, uh, our friends our at IDG. Yeah, Martin and Hiroko. I don't. Do they have like a company name or something? Or anyway, they do this series called Akibataru, which is like they. It's kind of like Japanese culture. It's usually in Japanese and English, and uh, it's like a video series covering different kinds of yep. cultural stuff, kind mm-hmm. of nerd culture, geek culture in Japan, and. Yep. Uh, they came and visited us yep. and talked to us a bit about localization. So you could mm-hmm. see some uh, footage of our office and us looking nervous on camera. You could see uh, the back yeah. of my head. Look up. <laughs> <laughs> you could look at. Uh, I guess to find it, uh, look up. Uh, it's A K I B A T T E R U Akibataru. And if you look mm-hmm. up the latest episode on YouTube, you'll find it. And we'll have it on our. We'll tweet about it. I'm sure. I haven't actually watched it yet. So <laughs> I know. I'm actually. Uh, yeah. Now we have to go. Yeah. Well, hopefully. I have it's to. Good. Uh, yeah. If I say something or do something stupid, I have to address it when I tweet it. So I want to watch it. Right. Before. Right. You, you do kind of look like Elvis. I look like Elvis. A bit. Really? I know Elvis. I move my hands a lot because I just went through the scrub <laughs> bar and I look like I'm... <laughs> the funny thing is, like, last week we talked about Mark's uh, YouTube video for uh, Gyakuten Saiban and Professor Layton thing and, like, the, you know, the, the highest rated comment. And so yeah. we looked at this today. There's already a bunch of comments on there. And the highest rated comment is, uh, <clears throat> quote, uh, if I worked at 8-4, I'd be fired for sexually harassing the boss. Fact. <laughs> uh, wait, who, who? Hacker alias who? I don't know. I didn't write his from? name down. What? Sorry, yeah. Proper credit. Yeah. Well, just look at the highest rated comment on YouTube and you'll find it. But uh, right. he's talking about Hiroko. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. You are, you, are, you, are you flattered, or does that disturb you? Oh, I'm happy. Well, thank you, because, again, somebody's giving me a compliment, so of course I'm not bothered. <laughs> so, um, otherwise, if you want to check in to us and what we're doing and what have you, um... Let's see. Let's do the rundown. Um, We're on Twitter at, at 84Play. There you go. No I dash. am um, at Mark MacD. I am at John TV. I am at, uh, at Hiroko84. I am at SPRSK. And Alex, how about you? How do we find you on Twitter? Um, same name as I always use. So CVX Freak, CVX Freak. You're not going to give out your secret super uber block secret. Twitter account. You, know, you don't have to. No, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's fine. So, no. but tell, what, what I just do, think it's cute. What does what a CVX freak mean for the people who haven't yeah, gotten it yet? Uh, oh, I it's know. It's the name of a car model. Huh? You didn't know what that was? Actually, really? it means Castlevania X. Really? Okay, fine. It's Code Veronica okay. X. You've freak. done that before. It's <laughs> a secret. That name wasn't the first name I used. Okay. There was a pre-Code Veronica X name I used to use. Which is? Oh my god, X. I can't wait to hear <laughs> this. What, what so is it was that? CV Freak. And then when the X version came out... Uh, uh, so you were CV Freak before that? <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. All right. You can't get this trivia yes. anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Nickname. Because nobody Those of cares. you writing a book about Alex. Uh, <laughs> Very nice, Alex. That That's one awesome. Down. Yeah. Um, and, then, and he uh, is the most hardcore Resident Evil fan in the world. Absolutely. I and I am serious about having you back on the 15th Thanks. anniversary. It's going to be next year. Yeah. Upcoming in March. So I hope Capcom's been looking at what Nintendo's been doing. Yeah. Hopefully they haven't been looking at what Nintendo's been doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder if we're going to hear something about the next Resident Evil series. I suppose one of those 3DS games is probably going to be marketed as like an anniversary thing right. or something, right? I wonder. Probably the Mercenaries one because it's going to be, it's going to have every character from the series, all right. environments, you know, multiplayer. So it'll be a decent Can I play as the zombie? Uh, <laughs> only if you play Outbreak. You know, it'd be cool. I, somebody brought up a good point when we started talking about how excited we were about those games or maybe when i did and they were like really like controls really right right yeah. and then, okay great, that's a good point actually that person had a really good point so saying this just now made me think like it would be cool i'm sure it wouldn't happen until later if ever but i wonder if 3ds games will start to cross pollinate with i mean they look 
almost look good enough to cross pollinate with like PSN or Xbox Live, sort of the way that some Wii games have. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I mean, that would be cool. It would be cool if they're making the assets good enough and then just mm-hmm. de-resing them for the 3DS game. Mm-hmm. I'd be. I'd love to have some of those games as an Xbox Live game, like definitely. Yeah, PlayStation right. 3 3D. Yeah. yeah, 3D TV. You know what though? A uh, title leaked now that I remember it. The Raccoon City uh, right, game right. title. Some information That's about right. that leaked on. Wasn't the that being developed in the West or something? Yeah, it's being developed in first. the in the West, and it was like more of a what was it like a squad based. Uh, Shooter or something? Yeah, it would be. It would take place in Raccoon City again. It would have a multiplayer component, so probably teamwork, killing zombies. I don't know if it. Well, there's be. a lot of potential there's, for awesome with that idea. Yeah, I mean, anything yeah. with. I mean, Outbreak was untapped potential is still totally. like you know. I mean, a, a lot of people were like, "No, you should make Resident Evil Six. Don't westernize this series." Well, they're going to be making Resident Evil Six no matter right, what. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're deep into it already. I've heard some yeah. good, interesting stuff. Really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but I hear good, interesting <laughs> so stuff. I hope, so. that, I hope that comes true for the record. Right. Mm. All right. Do you play yeah. as the zombie? <laughs> you are the Hopefully zombie. It's connect enabled. Right. You shamble. Well, once upon a time for people who. Well, you know what? I'll save it for the Resident Evil episode because there's so <laughs> yeah, much cool yeah, trivia. Yeah. I don't want to blow it all now. March right. 22nd, um, 2011. All right. Wait for it. 8 4 play that. There week. you go. I wonder <clears> if they'll <throat> release a new uh, briefcase. Do you have the briefcase, by the way? I do have it. You have the briefcase. Was, have it, the was brief that the 10th anniversary? That was the 5th anniversary. The 10th anniversary was kind of lame. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, speaking of kind of lame, um, this episode, <laughs> I think uh, we should bring it to a close. Sure. Um, I think so. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can find us at uh, oneup.com. Yes. Um, 84-4.jp. Yes. We already mentioned our Twitter names. You can give us feedback on uh, our website, on OneUp, on uh, NeoGAF. Um, Twitter. Where? What else? Anything else? That's everything. We. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been really good. Again, the, the response to the last episode was great. It was really encouraging. Yeah. We loved it. Uh, we definitely want to do more stuff like that. There are going to be weeks like this week where it's just us. Um, hopefully, this Shooting was the shit. acceptable. Talking but, uh, about what we talked about the ten minutes before the show. <laughs> right. What the fuck are we going to talk right. about? We're busy. We. I we, think it turned out okay. I, I was. Yeah. I was. I, f- I would like I would listen to this episode yeah sure we can do better we will do better yeah yes. I always say that we've got monster we'll coming better. up so we're That's gonna have true. a lot more of that alright so uh, on behalf of everyone here at A4 um, Alex uh, give us our what, what, give us our go away our p- parting shot it's the end of the end of the episode this podcast was brought to you by the master of podcasting <laughs> oh I get it <laughs> I guess it's over master <laughs> of unlocking I got it I got very it. good very good thank you cool cool okay. thanks Bye, guys. Nice. See ya. You died.